0: Be some your discretion is a vice, vice, vice. Wrestling here, these content may not be suitable for Some audiences, your discretion is a... Wrestling here, these content may not be suitable for Some audiences, your discretion Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and weirdos of all ages. That's right, wrestling fans, we're looking your way. It is Wrestling POV Global. I'm your host, the legend. That's right, the legend, TJ Logan. With me, the most Canadian ball of sleaze I know. (laughs) The man with the most, and we're not talking STDs, we're talking wrestling knowledge. I'm talking Elio Canella, Mr. Gentleman himself. Elio. How's it going? It is going good. How are you, my penicillin-inflicted friend?
1: <laughs> I'm doing well.
0: Well, that's good to hear. That's good to hear. I'm glad all those sleazy American women that you went and visited last week did not make you die. I- I'm just going to throw that out there. Uh,
1: no, I made it back in one
0: piece. And how much uh, duty-free booze did you manage to smuggle? This is, <laughs> I know everyone oh, wants a whole to know.
1: Lot. Yeah, I, a be- whole lot. I bet.
0: I bet. <laughs> Well, you know what, Elio? Uh, It has been an interesting week. Last week, you know, we talked about uh, some changes coming here to the Global Show. Uh, Mm -hmm. The whole landscape may change for the good, may change for the long, it may just even be a blip on the radar. But let's face it, AEW's coming and we're going to have to make some room in our uh, show for that. Yep.
1: So yeah, a lot of changed a lot of things uh happening here.
0: Well, you know what? Uh, this week itself okay, last week, folks, last week, you know, we talked about a bunch of stuff. Uh we we changed some things around. In our excitement and in all of our AEW stuff, we forgot to talk about the one story that had just happened as we were uh gone to recording, and that of course was uh Chris Jericho losing the belt. And I don't mean he lost it in a match somewhere. Uh <laughs> Apparently stolen out of his limousine. You know what? We're going to talk about that after we do this poll. It's going to be our one of the things we're going to introduce folks when there is not a pay per view that we're going to be covering the week as a highlight. Instead, we're going to do a little bit of a a hot topic thing. And I ain't talking t shirts. Uh, We're going to be talking (laughs) a a hot topic. And this week, we got too many hot topics to talk about. We'll get to those in a minute. Well, obviously, one of them is Chris Jericho in the belt. The other one, well, you're going to have to wait and turn. You're going to have to wait, guys, because I'm not giving everything away. Come on, man. You gotta listen. All right, Elio. Yes, sir. Let's talk about the poll. Now, me and you talked about this at length beforehand, where there was two big main events. I mean are not main events, two pay per views. We had AEW doing their pay per view, mm-hmm. and then NXT yep. on the same day doing it earlier, NXT UK takeover. Now, yep. now we both talked about it, and we both agreed that we thought overall the the takeover show was much better. Oh, way better. And yet, how many percentage of our idiotic fans picked uh, AEW? (laughs) 56%
1: said AEW All Out, and uh, 44% voted for NXT UK TakeOver Cardiff.
0: Oh my lord. (laughs) Okay, before we get to talking about the lower end of the gene pool, I'm going to talk about... uh, Let's take a look at some of the comments that we had, okay?
1: All right.
0: Rob Campbell says, not a fan of spot shows, so NXT UK. Oh, my God. Someone okay. answered the question properly. Yeah. Good job, well Rob done. Campbell. Well done. I'm clapping my hands for you. All right. Okay, back to the lower end of the uh, gene pool. <laughs> I noticed that Rob Pool does not answer the question. He says, <laughs> NJPW's Royal Quest was better than AEW and NXT. Well, sure it was. I mean, what did they have- not even one of the options. Yeah, well, not even one of the options, man. I mean, uh, how, how hard is this, fans? I mean, do we have to put, like, a, a color code? Do we got to put a scratch and sniff so you guys can figure out what's going on? All you had to do was answer one of the two questions. I'm sure there are many people who thought Royal Quest was better. I'm sure there are people who thought Royal Quest was worse. But you know what? It doesn't matter because we didn't ask about Royal Quest, idiot. We asked about AEW and NXT. <laughs> My God! Exactly. I'm not saying you're wrong, Rob Pool. Not at all. What I'm just saying is, please, people, read the question. Oh, my God. Anyhow, at least at least, he made me chuckle because he said, at least from an in-ring perspective, the Royal Quest was a better one, uh, the company New Japan Pro Wrestling Entrusted Audio Work to should be sued. So yes, lots of production problems in that. I, I i watched it and even I had to agree the audio was kind of all over the place. And that let's face it, Elio, we've seen wrestling shows where it can especially on television, you're watching a mm-hmm. show and uh the audio is all over the place. It is so yep. It is so distracting that it can take you right out of the event.
1: Especially when they're when they're they're talking and the words don't match the lip move the lips yeah. of the commentaries. That, yep. that
0: drives me insane. Or you, the guy slaps him, but then you hear it like a second or two later and you're like, uh, Oh, what?
1: oh <laughs> I, hate, I hate that.
0: I hate that. Okay, and Jack, Ryan, Patty. I liked all three events. Really? Because I only noticed I put up two for you to choose from. <laughs> oh, <thank> Jesus. <laughs> okay, okay. Fans, I know I've been harsh. I said idiotic fans this week because 56% of you said that AEW show was better. Okay, if you are a person who voted that, I want you to have the balls to write us to tell us why it was better. And you know what? Convince me. I'm not going to just stand here and go yes, 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 no, no. My opinion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You you send me a letter. You are you send me a a message on our on our site here, and you tell us why AEW was the better show because I don't see it, folks. Now. This is what worries about me. And we talked about this. AEW is coming along and they're supposed to make a big impact. And I don't mean like that (laughs) toilet impact. Well,
1: well, well, their their pay-per-views aren't off
0: to a good start, though. No. And that's what I don't get. Like, okay, I watched that NXT uh, UK uh, Cardiff show, right? Mm -hmm. And let's face it. There were matches going in there with wrestlers that me and you have not been even the biggest of fans of. Yet they gave us compelling matches. Yep. I mean, even that first match, Travis Banks and uh, Noam Dar, could give mm. could give a shit about that. <laughs> and yet, I found I enjoyed the match. It was solid. It told a good story, and the whole thing came across as a big time event. My problem with the, See, the problem with the AEW event, it did not come across as a big time event. There was some. It's all about
1: telling. It's all about telling a story,
0: right? And it's also what you're telling, okay? Because there's an old saying. That you can, you can shine up a piece of shit as long as you want. It's still a piece of shit. Okay? The problem I had with the AEW show is there were matches in there that were terrible. That did not deserve to even be featured on a pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. Let alone a big-time pay-per-view. That's the stuff that makes you look Indian crap. And yeah, I'm looking your way. Uh, Evil Uno and... <laughs> I mean... That... And Stu Grayson. I'm sorry I know that. Yeah, I'm sorry you know that. Uh... <laughs> It's stuff like that that can really make turn fans off because there's a reason indie wrestling has taken forever. It's a reason it's indie wrestling. Yes, you can say you're catering to all different tastes and all different kinds of fans, right? But the majority of the fans want a good product that makes sense that looks good. Okay? Now, I don't I've heard all kinds of great things before about the Super Smash Brothers. I never saw them wrestle. But man, Evil Uno looked terrible. <laughs> I mean, that looked like the bus driver down the street. You know, like... um, Stuff like that really takes you out of any kind of the grandeur of what a company's trying to do. And let's face... I thought
1: thought that guy graduated when I finished school. Say what? You said he looked like the bus driver down the street. I thought that guy retired when I finished school. Yeah, maybe.
0: Um, I guess it just... I, I just didn't like how this just came across... All these... AEW ones, each time these uh, pay-per-views come along, each one isn't quite as good as the last one, okay? That isn't to mean that there's not some great matches, because, I mean, let's face it, um, the Lucha Brothers versus um, the Young Bucks was a tremendously crazy match. That was fun, mm-hmm. okay? Yep. But, like I said, it was surrounded, and this has happened to me, I've gone to lots of re- like independent wrestling cards where there's been one match where I'm like, man, I'm going to remember that for so long. But you know what? Don't remember any of the other crap on the show because it came (laughs) across as crap. Exactly. You know?
1: And they have another pay-for-you right around the corner.
0: Yeah, let's... uh, So, fans, please. I I, I gotta know. I mean, what am I I not seeing? What are me and Elio missing here that you thought... 56% of you thought that the AEW event was a better event. Please. Uh... If they want to write in, what do they write into? Elio, I, I, I'm so mad right now. I can't. Uh, you,
1: you can write. You can write in to us at Wrestling POV Podcast on Facebook. Uh, leave us a comment on uh, Instagram at Wrestling One or uh, tweet us at Wrestling POV on Twitter.
0: All right. <clears throat> well, you know what? Let's take a look at some of the news that we want to cover this week. Um, usually, the news segment. Uh, we're kind of we're gonna cut back on all the little minutiae news that we've been doing, and we're gonna just cut you know talk about the big stuff, okay? Um, a
1: lot of it's repetitive.
0: Yeah, no, it's Yeah, every everybody and their dog is signing with AEW. Okay, um, and the dogs are getting good inter- you know getting great contracts. Anyhow, um, first of all, one little bit of news that we're going to cover because we're not gonna cover it in this week's show because it wasn't on this week's show, and this one is a tough one, dude, because me and you we don't get B in sports, do we? No, we don't. I don't get it. You don't get it. Uh, Some of you fans do, some of you don't, which makes it extremely hard for us to cover uh, MLW events until they actually show up on their TV show, but... They love to cannibalize these events and to put lots of those matches on their upcoming shows. So I'm sure that the big event everyone was wondering about, we have the result. I'm going to give it to you now. I'm sure it's going to probably show up next week or the week after on MLW TV.
1: Oh, yeah. They already said they're going to present it in its entirety on next week's episode.
0: Excellent. And the big match everyone wanted to see, of course, was uh, the Contra unit being faced mm-hmm. by the Von Erich brothers, uh, Filthy Tom Lawler, and Loki. And in the end, the t- the Contra unit went down. That's the, you know They finally got a bit of comeuppance. The Von Erichs uh, side wins uh, in front of the Dallas crowd, which is kind of ironic and fun. But uh, that was a big thing that everyone has been wondering about. Now, the other news, we're going to talk about two news items here. And each of these news items is going to go into our hot topic of this week, okay? Uh, okay. The first topic, which we didn't really talk about last week because we we had so much going on. Let's talk about this right now. Chris Jericho... After winning the AEW title, uh, as far as the police report says, was uh, was eating uh, supper at a steakhouse and having a few drinks. He had his championship belt in the limousine, uh, but then it disappeared. Boom. See,
1: now, is that, is that any way to treat a championship?
0: I would have taken it in with me and, and sat it right beside
1: exactly, me. Exactly, exactly.
0: But then again, I'm not Chris Jericho. The good dude's who had how many belts? <laughs> I mean, probably, <laughs> okay, you know, he's, he's had enough belts in his time, okay? But anyways, anyways, uh, so he goes back uh, to get his belt, can't find it. The limo driver can't find it. So they file a police report. And now, right now, that sounds, well, let's face it, that sounds pretty, um... That sounds pretty indie to lose your belt, you know? You hear about stuff where, like, you know, Joe Blow from uh, Half-Hazard Wrestling in Kentucky went in to buy some beers and somebody stole his belt out of his trunk. You know, you hear stuff like that. But, uh, Elio, quick question here. Does this yes, m- sir. Does this make Chris Jericho and AEW seem kind of lowbrow and sort of a little less professional that they could allow their belt to get stolen from a limousine in their care?
1: I don't know. It uh, to me it seems a little bit it seems a little unprofessional. Like uh, I'm not sure how that happens. Uh, you know, if if I was Chris Jericho, I would have taken my championship in with me. I would have worn it into the restaurant
0: hell if i was chris jericho and let's face it, the guy's got enough money i would have bought like three copies of that belt and <laughs> kept them everywhere and if i got one stolen well i pulled out another and said here it is you know yeah. <laughs> come on <Yeah.
1: laughs> C- clone the championship
0: yeah it's like if your boss gives you the key to to the business and you lose <laughs> the key well you're stupid if you didn't make six other keys you know what i mean you <clears throat> know and the timing of it is kind of terrible too because it really kind of I don't know. It was the first thing that made me think. Here, AEW is trying so hard to be on the level of WWE. They're trying to be the big yep. time, and this just smelt so low time indie to have your belt stolen.
1: No, no. Uh, apparently, I guess they found it. Yeah, yeah. Obviously. We're, we're
0: going to get to that part, but I mean, I want to just talk about the perception before they found the belt,
1: right? Th- no, I'm not. Yeah, no, I'm saying I'm curious about to hear about that. Now,
0: now, did did you? Did you – so you agree with me? It does seem kind of – it does kind of take a shine off AEW in this sort of sense, doesn't it?
1: Yeah, you know, they, they've been like um – they've been uh, doing everything they can to make them make a good name for themselves and put their, put their company out there and then uh, they do – they pull some stunt like this.
0: Yeah, you know, like it, it just – I guess it just kind of blows away that illusion too because, I mean, you would think – this never has happened to a WWE wrestler. You know, they travel no. with their belts all the time um it just seems so yeah it just seems so unprofessional and my first thought I mean, my first thought the was, only thing
1: was the only the only thing was uh when uh stone cold took the rocks uh belt and threw over the threw over the bridge into the river yeah yeah but
0: i mean that, that that's all a big storyline <laughs> yeah, thing the, 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 but okay right, yeah. now speaking of storylines this is where it gets funnier okay so a couple of days right. a couple of days go by and then the uh tallahassee uh police department post a picture <laughs> oh, no. of them holding the belt saying the belt has been retrieved
1: oh my now
0: the story i saw this the story here folks is that some guy is driving along that he had just come back uh, i think he was clam hunting or scallop hunting or something like that with his wife <laughs> what? Yep. he's driving along he sees a red velvet bag in the in the side of the road
1: a, br- a red velvet bag he
0: red- wow he picks it up he puts it in the trunk of his car Drives off with it. Okay. (laughs) Then he waits a day or two before he looks at it. He opens up, takes a look at it. He sees it's a a wrestling belt. He says he's not a wrestling fan, so he has no clue who AEW is. Uh, (laughs) So he he takes a few pictures with the belt, and he thinks it must be a replica belt, you know, from some wrestling, like of a wrestling company, you know, like WWE belts everywhere and shit.
1: Wow, he takes a picture of it. Takes a picture of
0: it. Then... And he's not a fan. Yeah. Then... He posts on Craigslist that he found this belt, and he t- has a picture of it, and asking if anyone has lost it.
1: Oh no, my!
0: Tons of people, wow. tons of people start writing in saying, "Hey, dude, that belt has been stolen, and there are a lot of people looking for it. It's a real thing." And wow! So he's like, "Yikes!" Takes it right down to the police department and says, "Hey, look, I didn't steal this thing. I found this on the side of the road. Here's what happened. I have no clue." Uh, he said that as he was leaving, the limo driver. Was there filling out something? The limo driver was so happy, gave him two hundred dollars as reward money, and uh, and so he leaves. Right? So the the police department, I don't know, they they take his uh, his statements or whatever. Then they stop for a second and go, wait a second, maybe we should check this guy a little closer just in case, right? They call him back in, they grill the shit out of him to you know to find out <laughs> if he stole this belt, and then they let him go happy to say that he didn't. Wow. wow! Yeah, this is like I, this is like an episode. I feel, of I, feel,
1: I feel I feel I feel like I've just uh, seen a low budget movie.
0: This just this is just so sad. <laughs> now the funny part is, Chris Jericho, talk about a professional. Well, maybe not such a professional when he lost the belt, but kind of starting to weave some kind of narrative that it was almost like a storyline thing. That's you know what I mean. Um. Oh wow! So. I guess the end of this, after this whole tale is done, and this is the part of the topic I wanted to talk about. Okay. Does this make... Does this add any prestige to AEW? Does this put a damper on the shine of AEW? Does it mean that any news is good news? Or is this just sad?
1: No, this is just sad. This is so...
0: Tell me why. I, tell me why you think it's sad, Elio. It
1: it just sounds like a really bad movie. Like the 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 way you were uh, descri- the way you were describing like the events, like, how he lost the belt, that guy found the belt, took it into the police station. It's like I was watching Melio's Hills Cop. I felt like I I just felt like I went, I watched that movie all over again <laughs> with a different storyline. <laughs> <laughs> I've, Can you Imagine Axel Foley uh, returning the championship belt to the police station
0: after he put bananas inside the uh,
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> inside the exhaust pipe. Yes. Ah. Uh, okay. Okay, folks. My opinion on this is 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 this. Okay. I have seen wrestling for like oh man, like thirty years now. At least I've been watching for at least thirty years. Thirty. No more than that. More yep. like thirty-five years, and I've seen so many things. And I've seen wrestling struggle from being that ridiculous laughed at Saturday afternoon thing to be an a mega thing to be in mm-hmm. the rock and roll connection to be in high class to be in lowbrow. Yep. And this whole story is just like hillbilly TV. <clears throat> it, it's,
1: yeah, no, that, that's why i was saying just, this is just that, that doesn't make AEW look good at all. It
0: doesn't make anyone look good. It is just terrible. And um,
1: and Chris Jericho of all people, yeah, like, that's a big name. That that's your big name that you're that you that you're using to pull viewers in, and you put them in, and you have them do stuff like this.
0: Yeah, the whole thing just it's it is just yuck, and, and and it's disappointing because this is the last thing I think that AEW needs. I mean, they're really trying to establish themselves as big time players, and they just look so small time out of this whole thing just terrible terrible now the second bit of news which is also going to lead into our sep- second hot topic tonight is um okay. is anthem broadcast uh, anthem media has purchased access tv oh no <laughs> yes yes exactly but well, yeah
1: i i i had uh, brought this up uh, on a on a previous episode how uh, access tv uh, with impact was uh, looking to uh move switch from uh, pursuit
0: now here's the thing access tv is a pretty big time uh network across the u.s okay mm-hmm. uh i don't even think we get it here in canada which is i i've not been able to see any of the shows that like you know they have new japan weekly on mm-hmm. there they have uh women of wrestling mm-hmm. which i'd love to see um
1: the only the only access i the only access i know is um is uh basically they show like music programs on the end. The access that uh, I was watching y- at one time. Yeah, it's
0: not the same. It's not the same pro, uh, company. Yeah. Now, here's the thing, folks. Why is this uh, a big news and why are we talking about this as well? Uh, Anthem Media owns Impact Wrestling. Impact Wrestling, formerly TNA, Total Nonstop Action. Uh this damn company that just keeps getting worse and worse. And every time, every time. It, manages, it,
1: it always manages to avoid that final flush. Yeah,
0: we always describe it as that turn going around the, the second swirl. But somehow it manages to float back up to the top after the flush. <laughs> oh, now we've seen them go from lower tier network to lower tier network. To, lo- to the point where we dropped covering them. Because let's... We, we
1: had to. It was just painful. It was
0: painful, and it just became... They were just sort of... They were basically just a regional television. And let's face it, they were even doing most of the shows in Canada. You know, mm-hmm. like, uh it, it was just painful to watch. And uh Anthem owned Pursuit Network, which is... I'm not even going to call it a network. Pursuit Channel, which...
1: Oh, did they? Uh, I did not know that. Yes.
0: Th- that's why Impact was on there, because... They needed a place to put it. No one wanted it anymore. Oh, okay. It's gone down from so many places. You know, it used to be on... Uh, remember when it was on... Uh, what was? What do they call uh, Men TV? What was that, that crap called back in the day? Uh, uh, Spike? Spike? Spike. The Man Channel, Spike. Spike, it had such big viewers. And then it got cut down. Ended up on like Pop TV, which is sort of like... Pop TV, huh? Which is like the TV Guide <laughs> channel. And then... And uh, it moved to Destination America. Yeah, and each time, folks, we're talking like... <laughs> more and like thousands of hundreds of thousands of more fans less each drop now uh they were on pursuit network which uh man that is like not even a step under uh fishing and outdoor channel you know what that's i mean
1: bottom of the barrel chain that's bottom of barrel television yeah
0: this is like you're you're like half a step up from infomercial okay um <laughs> so you know it seemed like maybe impact is being on its last gasp here right but this whole TV deal this changes a lot of stuff man this puts anthem who now who oh, obviously they're gonna put impact on there because they own it uh right. this puts them in a whole giant audience now and this is good this is this makes me sad because you know what this means Elio what that mean it means we may have to start covering impact again.
1: See now, you, now this, uh, that uh, they're getting a they're getting, uh, spot on Access TV mm-hmm. is it, a good thing because they're going to get to be seen by uh, a big audience. But will the, will the product get any better? Is the question.
0: Well, the fact that, the, that their viewership, their potential viewership here, has got to increase by at least 50 fold like the potential of it is I mean this you know Pursuit was an extremely low grade uh, channel now Access TV is a na- nationwide channel with a, a okay. lot of viewers um, I don't know I think we're going to see uh, maybe a slight resurgence in impact if anything this will give them the money to uh, secure some of their wrestlers maybe put more well, the, first, the
1: first thing they need the first thing they need to do is drop that whole stupid Su Young thing that's been going on forever god
0: let's hope that kind of junk crap let's hope there's a better creative going forward on the tv now
1: i can't believe uh, james mitchell they put him in with uh, with this uh
0: crap um wow. i don't know i remember jim mitchell back in the day this seems exactly the kind of crap he was made for <laughs> <laughs> uh you know here's another weird question in there too what about the other existing wrestling programs that are on access tv does that mean uh Women of Wrestling, are are they going to still be the same? And does that mean New Japan is in danger of losing their slot?
1: That's actually uh, one, uh, one show that I haven't seen in forever. Women of Wrestling, I, uh, they were around in uh, back in the early 2000s, right? And then for some reason, for some reason, it uh, died out. Well, for a couple of years, they've
0: got they're going into their second season right now on uh on Access, so <laughs> it's still alive, buddy. So... There's a lot of questions here, folks. This is an obviously an interesting question. You know, does that mean like? Here's the thing: Is impact going to be a thing again? Is New Japan going to lose a major American foothold here? Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I fans, please write in, and I'd like your opinions on it. I, you know what? I think we're actually going to make it our poll this week too. Okay. Okay. Our poll this week: <laughs> Does access t- Does Anthem buying access mean that Impact will have a resurgence? Yes. Or no. Simple. It doesn't mean I asked about other companies. It doesn't mean I asked about AEW. It doesn't mean I asked about anything except this question here. Please answer the question. Please, people. It's not hard, yes or no. If you want to even explain why you're yes or no, by all means, do that. But just don't start talking about some other crap that we're not talking about. My God, people. Stay on topic. It's an hour-long show. I mean, It's not like we're talking...
1: You say I'm the one that drinks.
0: They're making me drink, Elio. They're making me drink. <laughs> Damn you all, fans! You're making me drink. Anyhow, you've got me worked up. I am going. We're going to take a break. I'm going right. to. Uh, I'm going to read the comments from last week's poll, and I'm going to take a brick and beat myself in the face with it for a while, so it makes some sense. <laughs> then I'm going to take a nice deep breath. I'm going to drink some diet coke, and I'm going to sit down, and I'm going to talk some more wrestling with Elio. The gentleman,
1: why do I feel like I I should have been saying what this whole time?
0: Oh, God. (sighs) (laughs) Folks, we'll catch you in a few minutes. Hello,
1: this is Miguel Cole from the Wrestling POV Podcast. Wrestling POV and Wrestling POV Global is affiliated with the Collar and Elbow brand. Go to collarandelbowbrand.com and save yourself 10% by using promo code WPOV. Collar and Elbow has t shirts, hoodies, sunglasses, and more. And the best part, you're helping out your local indie wrestlers. And you're helping out the best wrestling podcast of all. Wrestling POV and Wrestling POV Global. You don't want to miss out. So save yourself 10% by using promo code WPOV. Oh my goodness! What's up?
0: This is Jeff Cobb. You're listening to WPOV Global. All right, fans. I have survived that brick in the face. Uh, The Diet Coke went down smooth. I'm ready to i'm ready to talk some more wrestling okay hold
1: on did the coke numb the pain
0: uh the coke always numbs the pain hey well wait a second elio not the kind of coke that you're talking about i'm talking diet coke i'm talking the stuff that comes in a can made by the coca-cola company not the shady stuff you buy in the back rooms of wherever you're hanging with weird women of disrepute elio i how, how did we even get tagged up together i don't know elio I don't know. I, I feel like I'm a PG-13 guy in an X-rated world hanging with you. I, <laughs> ah. Anyhow. But you know what? Let's talk some wrestling. There's there's a lot of stuff going on this week in the world of professional wrestling. And we cover some shows. We're going to talk about uh, two of the shows right now. Now, we had been talking for a while. We'd been doing a thing where we took ROH, MLW, and NXT UK. We took their weekly shows. We sort of went over them really quickly, talked about some of it, and uh, started rating them with points systems. Mm-hmm. Now, yep. With AEW coming, this changes everything. God, I hope Impact doesn't mean we also have to start adding them back. But, <laughs> but for now, for now, we <clears> are <throat> going to talk about. Uh, we're only going to be talking this week about MLW and NXT UK. Coming up, we're okay. going to be including AEW in the conversation when it becomes a weekly thing. We're going to rate those shows, and we're going to start a new point system. Then, okay, uh, it's pretty. Oh, yeah. It's pretty evident to us. Uh, even looking how we dropped ROH, ROH started to make a tiny comeback at the end, but it's almost too little. But then, too late.
1: Then, we, then we realized that uh, most of it was just repetitive from week to week.
0: Yeah, and it's and it doesn't seem like right now ROH just isn't exciting the fans.
1: Although I did watch it um, earlier, um, earlier, and uh, just to see the top prospect uh, results.
0: Okay, okay. Well, you know what, uh, fans. Let's 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 start off with uh, let's start off with MLW this week. Well, let's change it up, okay? MLW this okay. week. Um, there was a couple matches that there there were interesting, but it was kind of a the show. I felt was a little bit disjointed.
1: It was all over the place. Yeah. I,
0: Go ahead. I wasn't
1: as into it as other weeks.
0: Yeah, and sometimes I wonder, I question, that, and this is going to be a thing we're going to be looking at very closely when AEW starts in, is the wrestlers that you show us right? um I mean do we really need to see Jordan Oliver and Myron Reed <laughs> no like I mean really I mean with all the great wrestlers that you have on the program that MLW has why are these guys constant this is like the third week in a row that they've been in a match you know um where's the Hart foundation where's the dynasty like these are should be much more pushed where's uh you know like why have we not seen Teddy Hart in forever you know what I mean Okay.
1: And now I believe uh, I believe you said uh, MLW was uh, teamed up with uh, Pro Wrestling Noah.
0: Yes, uh, they're going. Okay. They're going to, and they also recently teamed up with uh, something called Mega Crash, which is uh, a Mexican, oh, okay. a small Mexican company. Now, uh, is there anything <coughs> in this ma- in this uh, this week's card that really that you enjoyed a lot, or surprised you, or was just pretty solid?
1: <clears throat> Not really. It was just. Uh, It was just an okay show for me this week. There was nothing I really liked, nothing I really hated. It was just there.
0: Okay. I'm going to say I really kind of, I was very surprised that Alexander Hammerstone had such a good match against uh, Go Shizuki. Um, You don't really get to see much of Hammerstone. It's mostly talk lately. So it was good to see him in a competitive match against a very competitive wrestler. Uh, I'm going to have to say that was my highlight of the show for the week. Uh, was there a low point here? Was there anything you just didn't really like? Um, the jordan oliver
1: Gringo local match was just... Yeah. I, the, the whole show had just a weird feel for me. Was, there wasn't really anything that, like, stood out.
0: Um, for me, the only other thing... I mean, match-wise, <laughs> it was obviously the main event that I thought... But I'm going to have to throw out the. If I, there was one thing I enjoyed the very most in this whole match, or the whole card, or the whole show, mm-hmm. was Mance. <clears throat> Once again, that man. Actually,
1: hold on. <clears throat> hold on. Let me, let me uh, take that back. That, that's uh, the one, uh, the one uh, thing that stood off for me was Mance Warren. It was with a swearing. Yeah. <laughs> Did
0: you hear him? Yeah. yeah. He's going to fuck up Jimmy Havoc. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, <laughs> wow. <geez. laughs> Uh, to be Havoc, I feel sorry for you.
0: What? The Goat is coming after you. Uh, just remember MLW, like, was it like four weeks ago where they uh, they called Sammy Callahan a goat fucker? Like, <laughs> they're, they're slipping that in there every now and then when they can. That,
1: I'm telling you, I just, I just love Matt Warder's promos.
0: I'm going to say this week's show uh, was a thumbs in the middle. It wasn't horrible. Yeah. It wasn't great. So yeah, I'd watch it. There was some okay wrestling. There was some shitty wrestling. Uh, Matt's definitely was a highlight. Um, Jordan Oliver was. Definitely I don't a think
1: any of his. I don't think any. I think his promos are all him.
0: Yeah, he's hilarious, man. I love this dude. Yeah. Um, That's what I love about his promos. They're all
1: him, and like nothing is written for him. Yeah,
0: he's he's definitely being himself. Uh, yeah. Would you watch the show? Would you recommend the show to somebody this week?
1: uh, Yeah, I'd watch it again just uh, just for that right there. (laughs) Okay. And uh, actually, uh, Brian Pillman. is it just me or does he look like Ricky Morton?
0: He's hilarious. He's like young (laughs) Ricky Morton. That is pretty funny. What's with
1: that hair? What's with that hair? I
0: don't know. But you know what? We can mock it, but let's face it. If we could grow hair like that, we would do it in a second. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Let's move on to WWE NXT UK. All right? Okay. Uh, Once again, we're in Cardiff. There was a couple matches in here. Anything that stood out to, like, you just couldn't stand.
1: Um, actually, do, do I have this right? There were only two matches on the show, Only right?
0: two matches on the show.
1: Okay, yeah. Uh, the, um, actually, uh, I was surprised thought uh, uh, I captured Ono's opponent, Sinscala.
0: That was kind of different, eh?
1: Yeah, but uh, actually, I expected uh, Ono to, like, uh... Lose? ...swim around the ring, but Sinscala actually did something.
0: I was surprised. He did a couple good moves. Um... Yep. Okay, we got sidetracked, though. We'll get into all that, but was there anything you couldn't stand on the show?
1: Um, oh, not really. Most of it was just um, highlights from TakeOverCard.
0: True. I got to say, I can't stand Zach Gibson still. Uh, uh,
1: no, yeah. The Zach Gibson, uh, no.
0: I got to say this, though. Usually, we're, we're dumping all over, uh, what do they call those guys, The Hunt? Yep. Didn't mind them cheering up Dave Mastin. That was and You okay. know what?
1: Actually, they clean up good, too. Yeah. You see how they all dressed up in yeah. suit? I was like, what? Um,
0: I'm
1: like, are these the guys I've been hating on for the past uh, however many weeks?
0: Now, if there had to been a highlight in this show, you know what I'm going to say, don't you?
1: Oh, yeah, Rhea Ripley. Rhea Piper Ripley.
0: Niven. My goodness. And I love Piper Niven. I love
1: that match. Was, that was a great
0: match. That was a great match. Uh, Rhea Ripley, uh, she's going up against Shayna Baszler <laughs> this week coming up on... Uh, nxt the regular one uh i mean, you know anytime
1: nxt and nxt uk clash I, I love those shows because we get like matches we wouldn't normally see on a weekly basis
0: that is true that is true um gotta say though great match uh got a little surprised at the beginning you know niven kind of dominated the first half of this match mm-hmm. maria coming back and uh really going to town and i was really surprised she got the clean pin I don't know. For some reason, I I thought, I thought she'd win, but she wouldn't get a clean pin on it, and so it really made her look good. I got to say, overall, it was kind of. I got to say, I liked the show
1: because yeah, I'm gonna give this one a thumbs up. Actually,
0: I mean, yeah, there's. A, it was nice to have a little. Okay, here's the thing, folks. Recapping is something you sometimes have to do. Yep. And sometimes things can be like, <laughs> like we got annoyed when ROH started recapping so much stuff. Mm-hmm. This they did perfect because not only did they do a recap. But then they would give you an exclusive backstage thing. I mean, like the co- yep. you know, like uh, Gallus talking to uh, Joe Coffey, or like yes. uh, the Hunt talking to Dave Mastiff, or oh,
1: like Grizzly uh, Eagles uh, veterans going to uh, Johnny Saint asking for demanding a rematch yeah. with uh, Webster and uh, Andrews. Yeah,
0: I mean that just added a kind of a cool spin to the recap thing, and I like that. You know, um, I gotta say, man. This is NXT UK, which is considered in some overall view of having even if less viewers than NXT. And AEW is gonna have its work cut out for it, cause look at this kind of show. This isn't even their competition, and this was like a solid damn good hour of wrestling.
1: <laughs> AEW should be uh taking notes from NXT UK on how to do a show.
0: They should, because I mean, even NXT, the regular one, is even just as good. So Wow, they got their work mm-hmm. cut out for it. But I'm going to say, yeah, you gave it a thumbs up. I definitely would say this is definitely a match, or, or at least a, uh, this week's episode was definitely something I would say, yeah, go watch, folks. This is something worth watching.
1: Actually, like the, the one thing I'm looking forward to next week is uh, Tegan Knox's debut.
0: Yes, yeah, very much so. The, she, I, you know I'm not going to say a lot about her just because, you know, we haven't got to see much of her yet, but right. uh, I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued. All right, so that's our look at uh, UK this week. Now, I'm just going to drop a few uh, mentions about New Japan, okay? Okay. Uh, We are on the road to destruction. Destruction is three nights (laughs) of wrestling that will be taking place in – over, over the, over the days of, uh, let's see, where are we? Du, 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 du.
1: There, there, are three destruction events, aren't they? Yes,
0: right there? there are three destructions. There's destruction. Okay, I thought
1: I was seeing things. I'm like, uh, why am I seeing road to destruction more than one time?
0: No, well, okay, well, the thing here is all the road to destruction people. That's sort of like when they show you house shows and they're like, it's the road to WrestleMania. It just means they're on their way to WrestleMania. Um. Okay. I watched the first four road to uh, destruction matches or not matches the <laughs> cards. They were all yep. Japanese, there was no English in them. Uh, okay. there really was no there was no one-on-one matches, there were no singles matches, and anytime there was tagged matches, they didn't involve legitimate tag teams like you didn't see the Grills of Destiny fighting another team. It was all lots of three-man, four-man, five-man uh, with little previews of the matches to come, like, you know, guys who are coming up in the main events in the uh, actual destruction matches, getting a chance with them and their buddies to fight. Uh, so we got to see, you know, as an example, you got to see a lot of Jay White, uh, on, you know, with Bullet Club guys messing around against uh, the Los Ignob- Signobles guys with Naito, because him and Naito have an upcoming match. So you got to see them with their factions fighting a lot. Um, the only thing I want to point out that stood out in my mind is very different and a preview of something to come was on the third night of the road to destruction. Uh, as Minoru Suzuki was coming out uh, to his match, a lot of times Juice and Thunder Liger does commentary in Japanese for some for these cards. He was out there doing commentary and Suzuki ambushed him, beat him up, and got pile driver driven in the middle of the ring and had to, he had to be carried out by the by the young boys now. We,
1: I'm looking forward to a potential match between those two. Uh,
0: there has to be, uh you know. Liger has said that his last match will be this coming up at the. uh Oh, what the hell do they call it?
1: Wrestle Kingdom. It's, Wrestle
0: Kingdom. How could that forget that? <laughs> oh my lord! Lots of wrestling <laughs> in my head this week.
1: <laughs> how, how, how did you miss that?
0: <laughs> Maybe I was taking the wrong kind of coke. Anyways, um.
1: You were, in my liquor, you were in my liquor cabinet again.
0: I was. I was. I can't afford to pay, and you always have so much. <laughs> but anyways, so Liger says... You're welcome. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Uh, Liger says that uh, his last match will be at the next Wrestle Kingdom. All this year, there has been lots of rumblings between him and Suzuki. Lots of shade thrown at each other every now and then, mm-hmm. the small confrontation. I think this really pointedly shows that they're coming to head, and I think it's going to be at Wrestle Kingdom, I think the last match that Liger has will be against Minoru Suzuki. That's my guess. Nothing is in stone. Nothing has been said. There's been lots of hinting and, and things, so let's see how that goes, but that's my prediction. Now, really, really quickly, the Road to Destruction matches, not much happened on the those parts, but they lead up to three different nights, and we're going to quickly give our predictions of who we think, okay? On, okay. Se- on September 15th at Destruction and Beppu, yeah, that is a place, Beppu, uh, Hiroshi, Hiroshi Tanahashi will take on Zack Saber Jr. and he'll be putting his British Heavyweight Championship belt up. Folks, I mm-hmm. gotta think Zack's gonna take the match here. I gotta think he's gonna get his belt back. But yeah, Tanahashi's Tana- Z- looking I'm good.
1: Pay- I'm picking Zack Saber to uh, uh, take the belt back.
0: Alrighty. Then uh, the next night, Destruction and Kagoshima, the mm-hmm. main event. And this might change, but as far as I know, it's supposed to be Kota Ibushi putting up his right. To challenge at the main event at the Tokyo Dome against Kenta. Now, why do oh. I say this may change? Because we saw at the Royal Quest, I don't know if you caught, did you watch the Kenta, um, uh, T- Tomohiro Ishii match? I did. Now, did you notice how uh, damaged Kenta was at the end of the match? Yep. Now, Kenta suffered a, a, a legit injury. He was actually taken to the hospital that night after that match. Um, He has not showed up on any of the destruction matches, folks. He has not been on one of the four nights so far. Um, Does that mean they're resting him? Possibly. It could also mean the last minute they may put someone else against Kota Ibushi if if Kenta isn't ready. Because he got hurt pretty bad there. He took a... might have been a concussion. I mean, he took some tremendous blows to the head from uh, Ishii. So, if this match goes through, I'm going to pick Kenta to actually take... If, if he gets in there, I think he'll beat Ibushi and take the thing. What is your opinion yeah, go- on this?
1: I'm, go- I'm going with, uh, if uh, they put him back in, I'm going with uh, Kento.
0: Okay. If they don't, <laughs> folks, we have no idea who could guess because what? <laughs> guess what? This ain't the psychic hotline. I ain't Cleo, the mind reading Jamaican woman. I'm just. If he's still uh, around know. Uh,
1: is, is that even still a thing That's nah like
0: nah <laughs> I, saw some, I saw something on YouTube about it and I watched it uh, just download an app just download one of these
1: psychic apps and ask them
0: alright and finally the last match in here will be Destruction and Kobe which will happen on September 22nd Tatsuyo Naito putting up his IWGP Intercontinental Championship belt against Jay White Oh, who are your thoughts mm. and who's your winner on this one Elio mm.
1: I don't know. Jay White's been looking uh, pretty good. I'm, I'm going to have to go with Jay White.
0: Good pick, Elio. I'm going to go with Jay White, too, because, for one thing, Naito usually doesn't give two craps about the Intercontinental belt. And uh, I think Jay White's due to be back in the spotlight. Um,
1: another thing, you don't know, notice how at the beginning of 2019, we we weren't the biggest fans of Jay White, and now here we're talking about how uh, he's uh, not, not that bad.
0: He is very good. And another thing is, overall... Jay White needs this belt more than Naito does. Naito will, he's a big name wherever he goes. Uh, Jay White held that, uh, the the heavyweight championship for a while, but, well, not very long actually. He didn't hold it that long, but, uh, you know, he had it for a month. But he did win the belt, but now I think he needs to be solidified in the fans' minds as a champion. And I think at least the Intercontinental is a a start for him. So I'm going to go with him on this. So, fans, yes, destruction is coming up we have uh when you hear this show uh it'll probably be a couple days later that you let's see yeah it'll be like a week later that will you'll hear uh we'll get the results from that one and then in two weeks we'll find out what goes down in uh in kobe so destruction tour is going hot NG, NJW jw oh freaking new japan pro wrestling looking good um okay i'm always
1: i'm always looking at the, at the next events and uh i think i uh, the, the one after that was uh something
0: um Ooh, something. fighting spirit fighting spirit that's going to be in uh in the at US. the end of
1: this month mu- at the end of this month
0: yeah it'll be a u.s thing it won't be as big a show but we're going to cover and talk about that when it comes up uh you're not going to believe quickly do you know who they signed for the fighting spirit
1: no who's that
0: The Rock and Roll Express will be making an appearance.
1: Oh, no. Oh, no. Speaking of Ricky
0: Morton. (laughs) Jeez. All right. It's that time of the week where we crank out the Book of Shame.
1: Uh Uh-oh. Okay. I want to explain (laughs) to you fans what
0: exactly the Book of Shame is about. The Book of Shame is all about wrestling, wrestling wrestling-related terms, wrestling-related things, and, yes, even Mm -hmm. wrestling-related personalities who have pissed me off annoyed me disgusted me or just made me go ugh. if you've managed to do any of those things you go into this book and you know how good this book is this book even has a special chapter that's right a special chapter the chapter of perpetual losers those are the people you know that aren't coming ever out of this book <laughs> that they've made enough they have put such bile in my throat they have put such anger in my underwear Well, that sounds weird <laughs> Oh they... no, <laughs> bad image Why are you thinking about my underwear? Man, you're just as worse as Rick Serrano Okay, anyhow <laughs> Let's get into the book Let's find out who these people are And guess what?
1: Alright
0: Guess what, Elio? What's that? I have a new entry
1: Uh-oh
0: Yes, a new entry Okay But let's start off and see what we got in there first Okay, our about first entry is Ace Austin times one ace austin times one ace austin is so oh man he's i don't get it He is going no like <laughs> uh, he's the best that impact can show you right now because impact <sighs> itself is turds rolling around a toilet um he's a turd i mean come <laughs> on man when your gimmick is like actually acting like you're a 12 year old that does magic tricks i'm supposed to believe your little plastic collapsible cane <laughs> is gonna hurt me if you hit me with it my lord, Ace Austin, I want someone to grab you by your stupid little uh, pierced earlobes and pull them apart. I want them to shove Ow, a championship match. I Ow. want them to take your little collapsible cane and a card and shove one in each hole and tie them together.
1: <laughs> oh, wow.
0: Ace Austin, you suck. Next.
1: Yeah, all right, the Dark Order. In dark. the brackets, we have Evo Uno times one.
0: Oh, Jesus. Okay. Sometimes I'm happy when an indie guy makes it to the bit top. You see these True. guys toiling in the indies, and you think, man, if that guy just worked harder, he could be somebody. Mm-hmm. Then you get guys like Evil Uno, where you're like, man, that guy goes, should be going nowhere. What? They signed him? What the hell? Who was doing drugs that day? Oh, man. Evil Uno is, unless they do something with this guy, make him lose some weight, give him some bionic abs. I don't know what, but he's an embarrassment in AEW to me he's he deserves to be in this book
1: next entry is your friend facade
0: you know what i hope i'm his friend because i don't think he has any i mean when you're that so out of touch with reality that that's the way you're gonna dress i mean you you must get a paycheck right dude you must get money i mean can't you buy clothes i mean you look like you jumped through like through value villages like halloween (coughs) costume wear Uh and took out whatever junk was out of the, you know, the pre, the post Halloween specials. Um, I just feel sorry for this guy, and you know what? I feel so sorry. Let's take him out of the book. I, I, I it's pity now. I can't okay. even be mad. He doesn't even annoy me anymore. Now I just feel sorry for him. Yeah. Wait, so we take him out. Facade, you're out of the book.
1: All right. There we go. Okay.
0: Next up is that word that starts with F. Do you think that there is any galaxy, any dimension, any (laughs) world where I won't find that word making me so Uh, damn mad I want to break my computer?
1: No, actually, you know what? Mm. We should put that word in the chapter of Perpetual Losers.
0: Yes. Yes. Oh, yes. Graduated over, buddy. Graduated over. God.
1: All right. mad.
0: Next. Next, we have Jimmy Havoc. Ugh. Ugh. Jimmy Havoc and his crappy... I hope... I hope Mance really accidentally maybe pushes you. When he shoves the... I just hope he accidentally hurts you, buddy. Jimmy Havoc is just... He's a great example of people who... Anybody can be a wrestler with good training. You work hard. It doesn't matter your body shape. We've seen guys in all shapes and sizes go very far. And then you get guys with no talent... Who don't want to put in the work, but think it's real smart to take a freaking chair to the head or tacks in the mouth. Does that make you a good wrestler? No, it makes you an idiot who's probably going to give off some hepatitis C to somebody. You disgust me, and you're a terrible... I'm not even going to call you a wrestler, Jimmy Havoc, because I don't think you are. You're a glorified stuntman. Next.
1: Alright, next we have Kenny King. Who? <clears throat> who? Exactly. Kenny King. <laughs>
0: <laughs> whoa when you can bore me so much that you put me to sleep and you're in the main event man you deserve to be in the school
1: madman Fulton.
0: you know what just because i know he's an OB he disgusts me because yep. they're just terrible they're, they're like i hate the fact that there's something they belong in like low tier indie wrestling um i'm so glad that we don't have to watch him for the last while since we dropped impact but God, I'm getting scared that we're going to have to watch Impact and have to see these idiots again. He's going to stay in the book oh, no. for now. He's staying in the
1: All right. Next we have Casey Lennox.
0: Wow. <coughs> I don't even have pity for this girl. I mean, I get that you don't have to be smart if you're pretty. But I think you have to be more than a walking idiot <laughs> to have a job commentating. That you should know how to tie your shoes and stand upright while you walk.
1: At least Quinn McKay uh, knows how to interview.
0: Yeah, um... Casey, man, it is. I guess what the hard part is every time she's on a segment, you just mm-hmm. cringe because of what, the way she talks. It makes you feel that stupid, that much more stupid for watching <laughs> wrestling. And I don't want to be feel like I'm stupid because I watch wrestling. That's the last thing I want.
1: Then we have the Crisp brothers.
0: Same as Madman Fulton. Ove is just <laughs> terrible, terrible. Um, I mean, that shows you how desperate Impact was. To sign these guys as wrestlers. Ugh. Now they're terrible.
1: And our final entry is The Hunt.
0: I'm starting to waver a bit, man. I'm starting to waver a bit.
1: Yeah. Actually, I, I have two after this week. I don't know. They didn't bother me as much this week.
0: Okay, here's the thing. We're going to put them on a probation. Okay. The next time we see these guys, mm-hmm. if they can pass the mustard as credible wrestlers to us, they're out of the book. All but right. If, but if we see you guys... And you just make us go, oh give me an F and break. You're gonna be you're gonna be in there and you're gonna get a check mark beside. So you're gonna get like a times one or two dash two. You, you get times two. And so then better... we have our so go ahead, go sorry. I I'm oh, no, sorry. And then we
1: have our we have our chapter of perpetual losers.
0: Alrighty. Now we just graduated somebody new in there. Yes. Uh,
1: and our next one in there is Nigel McGuinness.
0: Oh my god, I was just calmed down and now you Nigel McGuinness.
1: <laughs> Nigel McGuinness
0: the anger that you bring in me how how, okay i i don't know where it became cool like okay jesse ventura used to be the the bad guy announcer okay but that was back in the day where he was cartoon wrestling right when you have somebody like nigel McGuinness, who's the bad guy announcer at times and he's just talking idiotic crap just to be the opposite it's oh, is, not... he, is, is
1: he is he back and forth, like, between uh, yeah. like, heel, heel and Oh, okay.
0: Yeah, and it's mostly... I didn't know
1: that. I thought it was just one role and that's it.
0: No, no, okay. he, he's mostly doing a heelish kind of thing. And it's okay. terrible. And it's a lot of times shows more on NXT. Um, I can't stand him, man. He just talks stupid stuff. He acts like he's way more knowledgeable than this. And the funny part that gets me is he carries this arrogance like he was a great wrestler. He had a small moment in ROH, and that's it. He was a blip on the whole world of wrestling map, and uh, I just find him arrogant, ridiculous, and yeah, can't stand him. And he's definitely going to stay in here.
1: Our next one is Sammy Callahan, time six.
0: D- the fact he's time six. <laughs> oh my lord! I had to talk about Sammy Callahan. I said sometimes in this life, uh, there are guys- I-, I get it. Okay, I get it. Sammy, you're a shorter guy. You're smaller. Uh, you don't have the best build so i guess you figure in this life in this wrestling world the only way to succeed is to be doing the most outrageous bullshit to get by okay i kind of get that but then you take it so far with the <laughs> spitting and the and the disgusting <laughs> yeah. behavior and the hitting women and and just just horrendous garbage okay you've gone past the point where you're interesting to where you're just ridiculous trash okay and that's where we stand with you, Sammy Callahan. You're disgusting, ridiculous trash who's going to be perpetually in the book of perpetual... The chapter of perpetual losers. Because let's face it, man. If you have to do the kind of shit you do, you're definitely a loser.
1: And the last entry is Tommy Dreamer.
0: Tommy Dreamer. Sometimes I feel like us even talking about him is giving him power. I sometimes oh. wonder if we all just stop thinking... If we all just stop saying the name Tommy Dreamer just for a week, that he would disappear like evil. we just disappear but he doesn't he's worse than the turd swirling around he's the turd that somebody put up in the he's an upper decker you know when a guy goes to your party and they take a dump in the back of your thing and it just stinks you keep flushing the toilet but you can't figure why it still smells like turd that's tommy dreamer no matter when he leaves the place he stunk the place up so bad the smell is still there he's he's a double decker he deserves to be in here so yes he stays now elio yes sir i'm trying to keep calm here you know it's tough for me but I do have a new entry this week. You, do, you
1: need a drink?
0: Yes. Yes, I do. All I'm going right. to take a strong drink because I'm used to being mad. I'm used to being disappointed. I'm used to being in a state of rage. You know what I'm Uh-oh. not used to being? What's that? Creeped the fuck out. I'm not used Uh-oh. to creeped, being creeped out, buddy. So here's my problem. Today's entry into the book. Okay. Mm-hmm. Do you remember like you go, when you went to high school... There was always a group of like creepy dudes who would like sometimes latch on to somebody and you knew the person was uncomfortable, but they'd sit there Fair. and they'd watch them. They'd stalk Fair. them and they'd yep. look at them and just, they, you knew they went to bed thinking about them. Well, that's the mm-hmm. problem I have right now. There, is a, there is a group of individuals uh, Oh no. who they just, I am all they think about, you know, <laughs> I'm all that they want. I barely have any interaction with them, but they can't help but say my name every week. They can't help oh. but talk about me, dream about me, have, I don't know what kind of weird fantasies about me. <laughs> but you know what? I i am putting in the wrestling POV group. Oh. Yes, because they are stalking me. Rick Serrano the Third. I mean, I don't know how many private messages I get from this guy. Tony Diaz sending me, hey, check out my new flexing t-shirt. You know? Uh, that puppet. My God, how much string do I have to see? <sighs> So, the Wrestling POV Gang I'm looking at you, Tony Diaz I'm looking at you, Rick Serrano III I'm looking at you, Miguel Cole And yes, I'm even looking at you, Mimi Goody Every week on the thing, you have to make up some kind of bull story To keep me in your little book of your book Because you want to say my name Every week Every week, you just want to say Oh, legend, we're thinking of him He's all we know So, you know what this is? This isn't a hater alert You know what this is, Elio? Stalker alert that's right, stalker alert! Wrestling POV gang, you just made the book.
1: You just, you made, the just book. made the book. book. Oh, jeez! Oh, wow. And uh, that is our book for the week.
0: That is our book for the week, folks. I got to tell you, I've I've been so creeped out. I'm so glad to get that off my uh, <laughs> off my chest. Um, so hey. If you don't mind, uh, if you do like some really funny banter and you do like a lot of uh, talk about WWE and uh, all the intricacies and the craziness going on and you want to present it in a good, funny manner, I'm going to have to say the guys at Wrestling POV do deliver that. Okay? Yep. You can find them every Saturday on this same network, uh, courtesy of iTunes, uh, Spotify, uh, iHeartRadio, and what was the other one? Stitcher stitcher yes ask granny and she knows about the
1: and pod bean
0: oh who could forget the pod bean apparently i did um so you can find them every saturday you can find us every wednesday on said network we're the global boys they're the pov boys um and if you're me you don't mind being stalked occasionally by a bunch of weirdos hey send them some messages i guess i don't know how they got on to me but they did um folks we've had a really great time we've talked uh, a lot of cool wrestling we got a lot you know We've been asking for questions and comments. Please do so. We, we threw out a poll this week. If you got an answer for it, tell us why. And please read the polls.
1: <laughs> answer the question.
0: Just answer don't the question. Do... <laughs> it ain't multiple. Well, it is multiple choice. It isn't an essay answer. We don't need some kind of weird thing that has nothing to do with it. I don't care about the... Ah, I, ah, yeah, to, take,
1: to take a quote from the Breakfast Club. Well, if you would just answer the question.
0: I like that. I like that. So anyway, fo- folks, all of you fans across America, across Canada, across Europe and Asia, to all my uh, friends in Australia, New Zealand, and even our special friends in Russia, I send a special privyette to you. We love you guys, and we're glad you tuned in. Uh, I've been your host this week, the legend TJ Logan, and with me, as always, the gentleman Elio Canella. Elio, before you die of some weird STD, please say goodbye to the folks.
1: <laughs> all right, friends, we will talk to you all next week.